podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Did you, did you feel, did you feel it? Did you feel it, Darth? Did you feel the darkness creep around the podcast just now? You want me to just say where you live, real quick? I almost spilled the <laughs> the greatest secret known to man, and then we both went absolutely insane, and we had to restart the podcast. It's the first time ever. You know, the funny thing is, I thought first, I didn't even think about you saying where you lived. I thought you were going to say I didn't hit record. <laughs> I've done that before, too. No, so we were, yeah, we were, we were yakking away a little bit there, and um, we just started getting a little bit too personal into where we lived. And I'm like, um, yeah, not that I don't. Serial killers are a thing. I don't think that they're Star Wars fans, but they might be, and I don't want to Yeah, find not out that I don't way. trust all of you fine Star Wars fans, but I also don't talk about where I live on anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I've even, I've even told you that on some of the YouTube stuff we've done for, like, my YouTube channel. Uh, I think I made you change your shirt once or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I had a work. Ch- no, I think I had a work hat. I can't yeah. remember, but yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. But anyway, folks, welcome back. Um, we are going to be diving into the third episode of season one of The Bad Batch. Uh, what was it called? Replacements. Again? Replacements. I can't believe I remember that because my phone was not on this time. Yeah. It's amazing. So <laughs> we'll be talking about that, and then we will be going through issue three of the High Republic comic, and then issue 11 of the Darth Vader comic, or affectionately known as the Hand comic. Uh, don't. Don't let's not let's not do any inference into that. So we we do have a lot to talk about, obviously, but um, but I guess we can just go ahead and start here because we normally started about twenty minutes in. How's your week been? You know, we were nine minutes in, and we didn't even bring that up. We were talking about nostalgic things, so that was kind of weird. That's true. Yeah, you, you, you guys, shouldn't have messed up. You, you shouldn't have messed up. You, it was something different. You guys Ugh. missed an amazing, nostalgic eight minutes, but now you're never going to get we'll it. We'll never remember those toys we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been? Eh. Hot and long. It's It's been uncomfortably Hot warm long, huh? in a weird way. Because like I'm at that weird stage where half the day I want to keep my hoodie on. Half the day I can't. It just depends on if I'm in the shade or not, and it's just annoying, and I'm burning <laughs> because I have pathetic skin. I've already burnt myself, and oh it was God. like 60 degrees the day I burnt myself. Dude, we my need skin to get you sucks, some sunscreen, dude. man. <laughs> I've got sunscreen. I just didn't think I needed it yet. I did not think my skin sucked that much. No, it totally <laughs> does. Yeah, it, it has. It's been warming up. Here in Ohio, mm-hmm. but it starts off really, you know, kind of chilly in the morning, and then it just it keeps heating up. Frost a bit. on the ground, and that's like seventy degrees. It's annoying. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very pleasant, you know, end of spring kind of time. Uh, it's mm-hmm. good good for getting out and and uh, you know going around. We are supposed to get a, a reasonable amount of rain uh, this coming week, which is um, rain. But <laughs> as if we didn't have enough last week. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. It, 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 yeah, it has been. It has been very wet, uh, for sure. So it's been long, hard, and wet so far uh, this week for the term. <laughs> Put away wet. Is yeah, that the term? I, I would hope not. Oh <laughs> uh, man. But anyway, yeah, yeah. It's it's been kind of a kind of a boring week for me. I haven't really gotten into a ton. I did watch 
um, you know, some some streams with uh, footage from the new uh, Resident Evil game, The Village, which... Yeah, we were kind of talking about that before recording. Yeah, and I'm not a huge, like, I don't really play much in the way of games anymore, let alone, like, a lot of new games, but that actually looks pretty sick. And, I, I mean, I've played the early, the early Resident Evil, like, the crappy the ones, ones. that were stupid hard. Well, they're hard, <laughs> but they're also terrible movement yeah. and just blocky polygons um but yeah it's it was uh it it was actually a very interesting story because i know seven seven either you liked or you hated and i thought that it was like it felt really small for some reason Mm -hmm. because you were just dealing with the with the house well you're just in that house so yeah that's the smallest setting you've ever had in resident evil uh, technically, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was still big, but it was. And I don't know. For some reason, it just felt like a smaller, more contained game. The story was interesting in a way, um, but then you get to seven, and yeah, everybody's all about. Oh, look at the big tall lady. Well, she's only like a part of the game. She's not even the main bad guy. Um, right. You know, which you, I didn't really realize that until not you said a lot that. of people did. <laughs> like to be honest. It, it, uh, I know what, there's a dude with glasses, but is he the main bad guy? No. So, so essentially, you have one main bad guy. I don't really do. I it like literally just came out. I don't want to do spoiler alert. I don't really want to do too much <laughs> in the way of spoilers. But I mean, the main bad guy's name is Miranda, um, mm-hmm. and then you had like four lords uh, of the oh, village. So she's so she's one of those four. No, she's like the top dog, and then there are four other lords. The, the guy with the glasses, uh, his name was, ah, I can't remember his name, but he was so cool. And the voice acting for him was hilarious. Like he was just, he honestly was just hilarious. Um, but there was one level with, uh, I, I can't remember any of the names, but, uh, she was the doll lady. She had like, there were a bunch of dolls in the house. Honestly, dude, I would like to live in that house. It was sick looking. Really? <laughs> the, 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 the graphics, the designs of the different houses and manors were awesome. Even the village with the little shacks and everything was just pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, it, it wound up, I didn't think it was going to be much of a Resident Evil game, but it totally was. Mm-hmm. It totally had a great twist at the end that was really satisfying. And um, it really sets up, because I think that this in the timeline leads into four, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So in the timeline, if they, which makes me believe, because I don't believe four has been remastered, I almost bet... They're in the process, but not yet. I think so that, that would actually yeah. make sense. That's coming out here soon. So I think, I think that that's the rationale, because uh, they pointed mm. a, a lot towards that. But the thing is, is you're still following along with Ethan... Uh, his new right. daughter Rose, and then their uh, her her uh, his wife Mia. But and then wasn't there a girl as well, Evelyn? No, Evelyn name? was in the first game. So Evelyn she's what, not in this one. No, Evelyn okay. was basically the um, what was she? She was she was like a little. Oh, cool. she was she was the one daughter of she, the family. No, wasn't she, she? No, she was like some little psycho child that uh, Mia was mm. transporting. She was she was basically like a bioweapon oh. or something. I, she okay. controls the mold or something. She was the grandma in the house. She because grandma wasn't. She was like playing grandma shape shifting. But oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, but yeah. It, however, so you follow with Ethan, but. Towards the end, you get to play 
briefly as Chris Redfield, which is pretty sick. Yeah. 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 I was never... Those were the games I grew up with, like one through four, yeah. a little bit of five, even though it's kind of weird with the whole boulder punching and whatnot. <laughs> but <laughs> they, they, Yeah, they've tried some stuff. I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people like Leon... I kind of Leon's pretty cool. I, I don't Leon's cool, but I guess he he always he was a little too anime, and Chris was more. Uh, it was is funny because um, one of the memes was Chris Neckfield because he always had this yeah. giant beef neck. So yeah. Chris Neckfield, but I don't know. I always just kind of liked him better, and I, I, I'm just I'm not crazy well versed. I know I've played a few of them, but I if I'm remembering the I don't remember if it was the first appearance of Chris, but it was a multiplayer and he, he had that girl in Africa, like their mission was in Africa. So if that's that's five, that's That's five. Yeah. Okay. So that's where he punches a boulder and goes up (laughs) against Wesker with an RPG launcher. Okay. Yes. Yes. That, that is correct. (laughs) But, um, I I thought that that was interesting to bring the two player element into it. And that, that was kind of cool. Kind of took away the suspense a little bit, but it was fun. It was different. Yeah. And you're right. Uh, I will say though that I, I think I think the only criticism that I've seen people say about about the village is one, it was super buggy upon launch for PCs. So all the PC which gamers are like, I can't point and click, I can't shoot easy. <laughs> which you know, with I, I, I first person shooting on a controller is can Infinitely be difficult. Better. No, well, I think oh, it can be different. Still- D- dude, really? on a computer, you point and click. You just put your mouse on it and you press a button. I guess I'm just used to it at this point. <laughs> you, you have to be. You have to be used to it, and I'm not really used to it. But the other thing was is that people were saying it felt too easy at times, which I think is is I don't know, man. They have normal seem pretty. It didn't seem easy, but the only thing is, is that you don't have to worry as much about space, like inventory management. There's no box mm-hmm. to put stuff in. You just carry everything or oh, you sell that's it. That's nice. Uh, so you get a lot more space and and you can purchase more space. And ammunition did seem a little bit more plentiful. And heels. Heels were like, heels were a lot more plentiful. Like, I will say that it really? did seem like there was a lot more ability to heal, which I mean is good. Um, I guess, but I don't know. I, it depends on what you're getting out of your Resident Evil games. I mean, the true. last one I played was the remake of two, which two yeah. and three were my favorite because I really like Claire and Jill. Two, two, were, two was sick. Two was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I still remember having that dual disc version of that for the original <laughs> PlayStation where you could either play as Leon or Claire, yep. and if you were a sadist, you'd pick Leon because it was always more difficult, and I don't remember why. But they did the, basically the same style. You started as Claire, but you could go to Leon's story after, and it was super difficult. You had to manage your space, your items. Ammo was scarce. You had um, that one dude following you around all the time that became a Nemesis. mean cannon for a while. No, that was three. Two had... Uh, Mr. X. Oh, Miss. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. one of the, the big guys. Come on. The the me <laughs> the best meme ever was him following you around with uh, X going to give it to you playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, DMX. Though he well, he's, yeah, no he, he died a while a little while ago now, but yeah, less than a month, but yeah. Is yeah it? Okay. Hard to believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's crazy. He wasn't all that old. Um, yeah, well, he was like what in his. 
late like 40s, 50s, uh, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. 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 Overdose, unfortunately, but mm. yeah, it's too bad. Talented guy for for quite some time. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Resident Evil, that seems to be pretty good. I I, I think that... Uh, at least from game design, it seemed to, it seemed to be really on top of the on top of it. There are a yeah. lot of games that have come out that just look like crap. I mean, we obviously had like Fallen Order, which was which was a sick game. Yeah, and I do need to replay that now that we've gotten all the add-ons. But uh, even Squadrons, I haven't gotten into that yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't been interested in Squadrons still. Um, but yeah, I mean, I with. With like cyberpunk being such a, a meme glitchy nightmare for people, I another big update. Maybe they fixed it. Oh well, <laughs> I'll th- wait a year to play that. Honestly, I don't want to. I think it's. Go through I, that I don't again. know, dude. I think it's kind of like uh, what was it? Fallout seventy six that got everybody uh, up in arms. Yes, I think it's kind of like going down that route. Just I, I don't. Yeah, it looks stupid. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I watched some of the, um, some of the basic plot. I thought it looked stupid. The story's cool in a way, but, I mean, it's more of a story that I would enjoy. And I've been waiting for this game for a while, and I did enjoy it for the most part, even with all the glitches. I didn't run into all the things people are talking about. Mm. And I have a base Xbox One. I mean, I should have a lot oh, of wow, issues. yeah. I mean, I don't even have the upgraded 4K one. <laughs> I have the original Xbox One with 500 gigabytes. It's Dang. terrible. Yeah. But, but... I mean, the story was great, but I almost feel like it would be better as a movie. Honestly, just, you know, an hour and a half, two hour pop and the side quests are cool, but I don't know. But what about Johnny Silverhand? Johnny Silverhand is okay, (laughs) but he's he's a trope. He is a living trope. (laughs) Yeah, it's too bad. I don't know. I, I think, you know, there are certainly good games and flops. The unfortunate thing is that, you know, games, you beat them. And in a lot of times, you don't necessarily have the replayability, so people forget. Right. Um, Unlike Skyrim and like well, Fallout 3 and 4 and all yeah, that and stuff. Yeah, where, and where <laughs> the hell is the next Elder Scrolls? You know, what, what, are, we, what are we even doing right we now? We need another remake of Skyrim before we can do that. <laughs> No, you know, and that's the thing. Because no, it's not enough that we're on a handheld Skyrim at this yeah, point. Nobody wants another. Nobody wants another up-res Ultimate Collector's Edition of Skyrim. What it'll we be, want is it'll is a, be on Series X and the PS5. You know it will. Well, I'm not gonna say it won't be, but like I, I, I still love going back to Skyrim. But the issue is, is that that while that engine that drove that game and um, it also did was it. Was it New Vegas? Fallout. Which were the Fallouts run, also ran on that? Um, the other one that used that, Fallout 3 came out around the same time. It was like 06 and 0. Well, what, what was no, after Fallout, New Vegas? Fallout 3 was, uh, Fallout 4 would have been after. I think it was Fallout 4 that ran on the same engine. Yeah. So that while that but engine... But 3 did too, and that was from 06. Did. Okay. And Skyrim came out in, was it 2011? Maybe. I, I, you know, I wasn't a big Fallout person. I I get the allure. I just never got Mm. into playing them. But while that. It's goofier. I get that. But while that engine was super good, it it also at times can be clunky. Oh, yeah. It's not, I wouldn't call it outdated, but 
I think that there are ways that you could update that because they're they're beautiful games like like Sekiro, uh, God of War, and if you could just yeah. if you could just engage on that level, but with a true open world like Skyrim and Elder Scrolls has always been, dude, you'd be killing it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean. Skyrim was amazing, but they did kind of go with quantity over quality with a lot of the side stuff and everything, which was fine. I mean, I still felt I still felt immersed. The only thing that I would have liked yeah. to have seen is more people. Yeah. And honestly, my thing is like everyone keeps buying these new versions. Like, <laughs> why is anyone buying Skyrim on the Switch? I'm sorry. Call me an elitist. But if I want to play Skyrim now today and I want it to look slightly better than it did when I played it on the 360, I'm going to boot up my gaming PC that's yeah. like six years old and do a couple of res, high-res mods yep. for free instead of buying it again, and <laughs> the game looks brand new again. Yeah. It's fine. 100%. That's, that's, what you, that's what you would do. But I still love going back into that world. It's, oh, very, yeah. it's very immersive. And, it's different uh, every time. Yeah. For sure. The, the funnest thing to do on that game is start a new character and be like, okay, I'm going in this direction. I'm doing everything I encounter in this direction until I hit the end of the map. I'm and not, every time you find something new. Every time. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I always pretty much go straight for Riften to, to get the uh, oh, armor yeah. for the carry, for the carry yeah. ability. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the first place <laughs> I go. Um Anyway, you I get think, all the thieves guild stuff for that. It's oh, pretty yeah. sweet. The, the the thieves guild is always pretty cool. They they kind of nerfed the mages line, where like yeah. Oblivion had a better mages line, but um, the thieves guild is is a lot cooler, I think, in Skyrim. But anyway, and, and then you it's can hard. fight wars it's, and stuff. Yeah, you, you right. just you gotta pick a side. It's great. And I'm sorry, I don't know how you played the game, but it was hard for me to ever play that game and not end up a sneaky archer. <laughs> Every freaking time, brute force, man. I'm I'm the tank. I you know you did the barbarian dude, build. I, I I've always <laughs> been the tank. Uh, even playing WoW, I was always uh, the the hard charging like paladin tank. You know, my first character when I did the Elder Scrolls Online, I did a tank, and that's still even though like going through the story and fighting things, I was super weak. Like <laughs> I couldn't die. But it was going to take me two hours to clear any mission because I was just whacking them with a wet noodle, essentially. And well, that seems like a personal problem. But uh, yeah. n- no, man, I, I that's just always <laughs> how I've got. It's like I'm always alone. I don't have followers or anything. I remember right. back in WoW, like several times I'd log in, and I mean, I, I always, you know, had a pretty decent character there too. They're like, you want a tank? It's like. No, man, I'm just going to go here and do my own thing for a little bit. You have fun, though. I'm going to go play with my dog a little bit and shoot some things. Right. Um, anyway. I remember for a while I ran the healer route in ESO. Yuck. And it really just made me hate people. Yuck. It really did. It really <laughs> did. Like, I just wanted to kill my squad mates all the time. There was a few times where I just straight up stopped healing, and people would get all mad about it. It's like, you guys are idiots die <laughs> i'm i'm done i'm done with this stress i'm not your nurse <laughs> yeah no way no way no how on that man oh and i got stardew valley finally oh did you on the switch i'm only yeah i'm only on like day four my my land still needs a lot of work 
we'll have still to, clearing that. <laughs> we'll have to get get together after this and start a multiplayer map. Yeah, because don't they have a map that has like four, four sections corners, for yeah. four player? So yeah, you, you could have up to four yeah. players. Yeah, but uh, yeah. You, you, we we could do a bit one of the large maps and like have a multiplayer. It's like you yeah. just have to build a hut for it. It's it's pretty simple. You know, I hit, no hit on all the ladies back in town. You know, sell sell all the goods not to not to the shopkeeper because he's an a hole. You know. <laughs> I'm go, just been throwing my stuff in the box. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just go, go bully the wizard a little bit, you know, on our off. Oh, there's days. a wizard. Mm. Yeah, of course. Can I learn magic? No, no. He's just he's he's kind of an a hole. That's why we go bully him. Yeah. You know, that's nah, good. Actually, there were a couple of interesting things in Skyrim. One of them was the um, uh, I don't remember that he he was like a drunk guy, and if you got to know him well enough, you'd eventually see him like on the edge of a cliff, drunk, passed out, and he'd be talking about, like, <laughs> literally, like, committing suicide. Like, he was basically inferring really? that it would be easier to throw himself off the cliff, but he's a coward. <laughs> and he's like, well, where's the, where's the command prompt to jump? No, 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 uh, no, totally. Uh, let's, let's get you out of here and clean you up and put you in rehab. I mean, they, like, literally put him into rehab. It was, um, well, there's also some overtones of, Potentially, like the shopkeeper's wife probably banged the wizard to have the kid that they did. But anyway, there's a lot of weird stuff in that game. But it is it is fun if you just see. That's why have fun. That's what I love about it because I've never encountered that. Well, there you go, bud. And I put so many freaking hours into Skyrim. Now I got to start Skyrim again so I can go deal with this drunk. That's right, man. Yeah. So we so we'll have to we'll have to do the 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 co op contingency plan land plot in, in uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. And, a, and a Skyrim playthrough at some there point. There you go, for sure. <laughs> all right. Have all of our viewers vote on how we should play the game <laughs> oh, and whatnot. Are we going for the war first? No, no, we're going to get uh, going to go get through Brotherhood again? Oh, okay, that's fine. You know, honestly, whenever I run into the Dark Brotherhood, I kind of just want to murder them all. Like, I don't even want their crap. Oh, yeah. I just want to murder all of them. Oh, I want their crap. I want that armor. That armor's sweet. Well, they, they do have good drops, but I... So Although the Nightingale armor was way better for the, Thieves' the, Guild. That's the thing. The Thieves' Guild was yeah. OP, so... And then Companions' Guild just sucked. Everything about it sucked. Well, yeah, you <laughs> just... Everybody just marries uh, the one chick from, from the Companions' Yeah, uh, I don't and then you become that. a wolf. Yeah, yeah, you, you become great. a furry. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into into back in the Star Wars. We we effectively <laughs> did. We got like twenty minutes out of that. We didn't even talk about the other stuff we were talking. Well, about I'm sorry. We, we got two. We got two comics, and we've got twenty seven minute episode to go through. We need some filler here. Yeah, we'll work. <laughs> we'll work it out. All right, folks. Well, let's go ahead and and uh, get right into the the Bad Batch uh, episode three. So. Yeah, again, not a crazy long episode, just uh, you know, basically 27 minutes. And um this <laughs> this is kind of the classic in my mind, kind of the classic tropey episode of oh, our ship's breaking down. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers by the way. Um I did I did kind of I did kind of laugh like Omega is seriously one day she is she's gonna snap at these guys, but mm-hmm. right now she's like trying to be like the perfect, uh, you know, kid daughter whatever. Uh, 
and you know she's laying on the droid who's like on his side yeah it's like are you comfortable it's like no i'm perfectly fine it's totally cool yeah wrecker have my weird yellow food stick yeah it's fine i don't need to eat i don't need a room i'm perfectly fine here (laughs) thanks for kidnapping me (laughs) yeah i'm perfectly fine living in terrible conditions with my ipad <laughs> she's just like a kid she's just sitting there watching her ipad <laughs> movies she's probably watching that unboxing kid right now she, she's, she's she might literally for that she's literally that meme of the dog sitting in a house that's on fire going this is fine <laughs> <laughs> omega i thought i told you to stop watching those slime videos just one more <laughs> put your ipad down Oh, goodness. Um, it's got to charge. Give me my iPad. It needs to charge. I want my it's iPad. <laughs> it's ran out of batteries. <laughs> or coaxium, whatever they run it off yeah, of. Yeah, sure. Knows. Well, anyway, the ship's in pretty bad shape, although I don't understand how because it's not like they've been in a battle with it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're not running too good. And um, basically, they crash land crash land onto a planet and the kookiness ensues. They have a replacement part, but then it's stolen and then they have to go get the replacement part back. And you know, it's a fetch quest. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, Omega has to do all the hard work because she's the only one that'll fit yet again. Yeah. And I mean, (laughs) it, it is obviously we're that we're trying to make her fit into this group, like provide value um, so she's basically becoming Natalie Portman's character in the professional, basically. Yeah. And I think I mentioned yeah. that on the last episode. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know who else she reminds me of a little bit? Both Daxter and Clank. Jeez. <laughs> it's like you're going through just wrecking stuff, and it's like, I can't fit through there. Yeah. Hey, Clank, you want to fit through there and be like a spy for yeah. a minute and like figure that out? Well, yeah, that- sure. They're coming out with another Ratchet and Clank game too, with a like a new girl character. Oh, really? Yeah. Completely replacing Ratchet. Huh? No, no, Ratchet's there, but like there's oh, okay. like two. He's just it, got a girlfriend now. Yeah, it's the same his species, whatever they're called. But yeah, yeah, I guess like they're transported into another dimension, and she has Clank for a while, and like Ratchet nice. has to go look for him. Which, <laughs> if you remember, that already happened in I think it was like two maybe. And it sucked not having the helicopter pack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, anyway, back to our episode here. Yeah. I mean, it, we're, we, I, it does feel we, we need to, we need her to fit in. I mean, but she's a kid, but mm-hmm. they really seem to need her to fit in or we're, we're really trying to push for her to fit in to this particular crew. And, uh, she, you know, we have this little part where she um, finds Crosshair's uh, gearbox. It's like, is a pot yeah. in here? No, that's Crosshair stuff. And and they really are seeming to drive home the point that like he's not really in control of this. And it also is a concern of our clones here, as like you know, Tech's trying to build a device to check on the chips. And I think that they are a little worried, too, about potentially losing themselves as well. Yeah, Um, it's kind of funny. We have this little scene where he's back in that little device being indoctrinated again, activating the chip, whatever you want to say it. And uh, 
It's almost like, well, interesting. So he's obviously going to be able to fight this off. And it feels like eventually we're going to have that episode where he's isolated from the Empire and he's eventually going to revert back. I feel like that's how we're going to get him back if we do get him back. Yeah, either that or they they kind of attempt to rescue him and then figure out a way to um, deactivate the chip, possibly. That could be a, where? a thing. And this also could potentially lead to the other two clones that were along with Rex as well. Like, how did they break yeah. their chips? Right. So that could tie well, in a little bit to that maybe later. Where was Rex when he had his removed? I'm drawing a blank. Well, there. he if you he if wasn't you, on Camino, was he? No. The thing is, is if you if you remember back from Seven, him and Ahsoka fought, and he like hit his head. You remember the right. whole hitting your head thing? Yeah, but I thought he actually went through the surgery to remove it. Yeah, and and then they they but that's kind of how he like snapped to his senses a little bit. But yeah, I think oh, okay. I think I, if I and apologies, folks, it's been a while since I've rewatched that and. You know, the, there's too much that I have to remember in a day's time. I forget a lot of stuff. But, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they then were able to get it removed. Because I think I, I do remember us saying it's like he just hit his head. <laughs> right. He's good. Yeah. However, we do get a piece here that it doesn't really come up so much in this episode, but I feel like it will. Wrecker is complaining of a headache mm-hmm. that he hurt himself, maybe he bumped his head in the crash. Yeah. Kind of wondering He's if, activated. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm kind of wondering if that is something that's going to happen in a future episode where Wrecker attempts to turn on them. Which, I mean, we all make fun of Wrecker, but I wouldn't want to deal with Wrecker no. if he turned on me. <laughs> no, uh, like a determined, not funny Wrecker would be yeah. highly dangerous. Highly dangerous. Yeah. And I, I wonder if that's that's maybe even a part of his programming. You know, when you think about it, it's like he's obviously very strong and dangerous. So we're going to give him kind of a simple mind or a or mm-hmm. like a sense of humor in order to counteract like basically basically being a mindless, senseless, so violent sociopath. Right, so. makes sense. Well, we also and then meet- we always have our moment where uh, Echo gets activated because I'm sorry the the excuse for why he's not affected by it i it's just not enough for me yeah mm. yeah i don't know i i think that it i feel like it's a little bit more plausible because i mean who's to say what if that chip would have potentially interfered with the um techno union's technology in order to plug him in and control his mind yeah. or whatever so i i mean i think that i personally i think it's viable but yeah i understand the concern for sure um, but with that being said, we also meet another character, uh, Rampart. Yeah. I don't know about that. Couldn't name. think of something a little bit more, a little less generic, I should say. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not so sure about that, but, uh, yeah. So we have, we have Rampart here who towards the end of the episode is, uh, I, I would assume probably elevated at that point to Admiral, by Tarkin, and he seems to be the person that's going to be heading up this transition from clone to conscripted service. 
which is interesting because we we saw him on the hollow in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. talking but, about the uh, chain coats. Yeah, but he's not really. He, he's he seems like he's a completely new person, but interesting, I guess. It, you know, could have some could have some not so bueno stuff going on there, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. You seem real interested in Rampart. No, I'm really not, honestly. I feel like he's super generic. I hate to say No, he yeah, you're right. I mean he is. But he obviously seems to be someone who is going to be important, at least for this yeah. series. And I feel like at some point he's gonna go up against uh Crosshair. Like he's gonna learn that he well, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like learn of the mission they had and what he did and maybe. I just feel like he's gonna I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if Crosshair ends up killing him by the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a possibility. And uh, part of Rampart's sort of plan here is he he has four four whole troopers. Yeah, his, that's all you could find. Yeah, his elite <laughs> conscripted force who is going to be under Crosshair. Uh, and they are sent to eliminate Saul Guerrera and the rebels. Uh, under Saul, which did you find it odd that they were still on the same planet? Like, why would they Very, still be there? They said they were leaving. Why would anyone stay? Yeah, that especially didn't especially the civilians. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. It's like you you know that the Empire knows you're here. Why would you stay? Yeah, Onderon. I just don't understand that at all. Um. And uh, I guess and it wasn't just, even that they stayed. It was like they dug in because they had sensors all over the place. Yeah. Like they were ready to stay there. Yeah. And let's stay with that sort of storyline just for a minute because it does get a little dark. Actually, it pretty does. way dark there. Bit darker. I don't know. I mean, we've seen some pretty dark stuff out of Clone Wars. Yeah. But it did, it seemed more brutal. Um, it did. Crosshair and the um, troops attack the these these folks, uh, some of which were just regular civili- civilians looking to effectively get passage off planet. Um, and then Crosshair doesn't really interrogate one of the these rebels, but he does ask him where Saul Guerrero is. I don't know. He sh- shoots and kills him, and then he orders the other troopers to fire on these civilians. One of the troopers says, no, we don't, we don't fire on civilians. You know, this is enough of this effectively trying to do the right thing. And crosshair kills him and orders the remaining troopers to kill the, uh, civilians, which they do. And one of them has a flamethrower, which this is probably the highest body count from a flamethrower in star Wars history, by the way. (laughs) Well, if you're counting Mandalorian... I know, a little more of it to talk about, but... (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. It brings up a question, though, because, you know, we were talking about earlier, like, making the Empire out to be super evil and all that, but if you actually think about the Empire from the original trilogy, and you actually got into the lore of it, they weren't as brutal as the clones because 
Crosshair is literally willing to do anything that he is told to do, including killing civilians. And you even have proof of, I mean, early stage stormtroopers saying, no, this isn't right. I'm not going to be this evil. So it's, it's a bit of a moral issue. Like, is it regardless of Palpatine? I think that, the Republic would have still probably had some kind of control chip put in these clones. And it brings up a real issue of just how evil the clone army could have been had they been kept around by the Empire. How much worse they'd be than the stormtroopers. Well, sure, had you continued with the, the control chips. Because obviously we saw that the clones... Well, when not being controlled by the chips were ra- as rational as, as anyone right, else. Right. But yeah, they followed orders. Absolutely. Um, they didn't have, uh, any control over that. And I think mm-hmm. one of the interesting things, um, that we, we kind of dive into here and there, and we got into with, um, with alphabet squadron with Palpatine's lists and everything. I still think that that's kind of a lame, like a lame talk off point. Um, mm-hmm. but I get it. It's just not like some big, huge, it's not as big a thing as, as I would have thought, but the empire did still have good people in it and it had mm-hmm. brutal people in it. It was a definitely a mixed bag, but the problem is, is that you literally had one of the most brutal, careless, evil people ever heading it. Um, right. So that does direct a lot of it a lot of, you know, the below parts of, of the, um, of the system, but right. Yeah. I mean, I, it is interesting to, to think about the clones would have absolutely followed the orders of, you know, whatever Palpatine or, you know, you know, governor Tarkin or whoever you choose, um, and wouldn't have questioned it. And that's pretty crazy, but yeah, like with what Rampart's trying to say, he wants the people to honestly believe in the empire, whereas they're not ordered. They actually want them to believe. And to that point, zealousy, you know, like being a zealot can be more dangerous than following orders. Absolutely. Because you'll do more, you'll do, you'll be more brutal. You'll be more of a murderer. And we did see that uh, from time to time as well. Um, Well, And also the brutality can continue whether or not you have that order. Yeah. But because I will the clones say, would revert to their normal selves if they didn't have an order, sure. to an extent. Yeah, sure. But um, I will say, just murdering civilians wasn't. I mean, it, it definitely happened. But uh, you know, even I, I, we had talked a little bit about rebels when the Empire was trying to, you know, get land. They were mm-hmm. actually offering to like pay people for their land. Now, when they refused, Not a several great s- amount, probably, but true. But they were at least going to give them something, and they were a little patient. They asked them several times, and then they were going to kill them. So right. there was at least some alternative there. It wasn't just like straight, "Hey, you're not us," you know, pew 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 pew. pew right. You know, and there's even instances where, like where they destroy property. Usually someone will be like, you'll be well compensated. Like Tarkin, when he's basically saying, hey, I want you to try and kill your clones. Well, sure, that would cost me money. We'll pay for it. Just do it. Yeah. 
But the interesting thing is it does come down to economics of the galaxy as well. Uh, you know, Palpatine ultimately wants a Death Star, and these clones are very expensive, and mm-hmm. having, you know, volunteers is cheaper than yeah. having all these clones basically legitimately made, bred, born. So with that in mind, I think that there's goods and bads of both, but... It brings up a lot of just what-ifs, what could have happened, like if you had, you know, maybe taken that Django line as far as you could before it started to break down and then added a little bit of, you know, Sith DNA to it and make them a little more violent and hyper-reflexive. Right. Now, that actually brings up a point. We're kind of bypassing the clones story here, but we'll get back to it. Let's talk a little bit about these Kaminoans. Because they basically said something that I had talked about with this replicant of fading, which is a, a sci-fi trope, where now they're getting to the point where the Django Fett DNA is basically... It's degrading. Yeah, it's degrading, and it, it won't be useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and seems, obviously you can't find any more. Right, but it Unless seemed, you got it from Boba. Uh, I suppose. I don't know how well that would work, because Boba is a clone, effectively mm-hmm. a natural clone. But my only, my only thought is this, is that they, they talk about we only need one, and it, it's assumed that they are looking for someone within the Bad Batch. And it doesn't necessarily seem to indicate Omega. It just means right. that they need, I think that they just need somebody with the genetic abnormality that could potentially give rise to like a new line of clones. But the question is, who would be your best choice? Out of all of them. Well. I would almost lean towards Crosshair, truthfully, as far as their concern. Well, I mean, from the Empire's concerns, but I mean, if we're talking about the most stable, it's probably Hunter. I mean. True. He would be the the more stable of them all. Crosshair, it just all depends on what you want to do with them, I guess. You know, do you want them to just be completely following of orders and, you know, potentially brutal or, um, are you looking more stable person? Well, somebody who's stable that you can program better or, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be a a more stable clone. I would just think the Kaminoans would want to appease the empire as much as possible it seems like crosshair would be the best choice that's the only reason i really think no and and, yeah i'm with you there but i I gotta say i think that they're eventually going to make their stand at some Mm -hmm. point and i think we're probably going to see them get like wiped out yeah which is actually something that's already been in canon i mean even the old uh battlefront games had missions where you went after the clones on camino as a stormtrooper because they're like hold up trying to start a rebellion basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like we'll see something similar to that eventually. And we'll see the systematic execution of the clones. Yeah. That don't escape. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. The retirement of said clones. <laughs> yeah. The retirement that no one wants to talk about. Yeah. I feel like this is a show to do that. You do have the perspective of a clone, so it makes sense. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll kind of see how that all works out. Um, but then, I guess, uh, getting back to our clone story, 
we have this kind of, uh, I don't know, how would you describe this creature? Almost like the creature in uh, Attack of the Clones that scratches Padme, but smaller and slightly modified in a way, but it's it's not a, you know, a super fancy new creature that we came up for just the clone or the bad batch. It seems it's like maybe it's, it's a little bit more reptilian perhaps and yeah. the cat thing that you were yeah. speaking of. But yeah, it, it sort of seems to have some like bioluminescent sort of striped weird quality. I don't know. It's, it's, it's intelligence level is kind of disappointingly low though. Sort it's, of. it's a pretty stupid creature. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but it, it, I think it's. I don't think that it's necessarily like violent. It's just more searching for food than anything else, and it seems to feed right. on energy. Energy, um, and then which glows. makes like <laughs> kind of going into the almost end of the episode. Why it would pick a flashlight over a literal so- source of Energy makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, it just kind of shows how stupid it is. Well, I mean, it, the flashlight has energy to it, so... But, yeah, it's, it's obviously not the smartest thing in the world. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Omega tricks it, gives it the flashlight, and she's able to creep away with the part. Um, and there she did it. She She did it. Oh, by the way, Hunter yeah. was incapacitated and he was knocked out, so that's why Omega had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got a she well, got a prize. She'd have to do it anyway, let's be honest. True, but then she got a prize. Hunter wasn't fitting in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She got a reward yeah. for her, her her good deeds and her reward. As if she didn't deserve it to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Her her reward was a room and the bunny. Yeah. The little bunny thing. So she can she can TikTok all night with her sheet closed. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing in there? I'm learning they a new the... dance. Leave me alone. <laughs> it'd, it'd be funny if at some point we run into the creature that the bunny is based off of. <laughs> God. I and like she's able to communicate stuff. with it or something. <laughs> no, we don't need that at all. Oh, no. We got that anime stuff with Vader 11, so why not? No, man, no. <laughs> So, um, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess to sort of wrap up here, the Kaminoans seem to have a plan going forward here. Rampart has a plan. The clones are off doing clone things. They still don't seem to have a plan, though. They're just, they're just no. riding around in their semi-broken down ship making rooms out of thin air. Just uh, trying but, to avoid crosshair. It's yeah. fine. And the clones are just in the mess hall, you know, just just chilling out. Um, the only other thing that I would I would mention here is that when Crosshair's little troop here gets back to the room, which was prior, uh, you know, his and the Bad Batch's uh, quarters, he sort of sits down and looks around, almost like he's I don't know. Does he miss them? Is he having like a you know, a little chippy chip malfunction. Is there something going on there? Is he finally thinking? Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell. It was very brief. Well, it, it does make you question. Like near the beginning of the episode, we do see him going in the machine and you know 
getting rechar his chip recharged essentially, and he's already at a point where it seems like he's regretting his decision, and we've only been on one mission. So it just kind of shows how much effort they have to put into controlling him day after day. Yeah, and we'll see how that goes. I kind of, I have a feeling that the Bad Batch will be reunited somehow. We'll just sort of have to see if it's it's a good or bad reunion. Do you feel like they're going to have him say his little catchphrase, but like alter it when he finally turns sides again? Or it's like... Good soldiers don't always follow orders. I mean, yeah, and he just that, shoots Rampart or something. Yeah, <laughs> that would be that would obviously be pretty uh, pretty consistent. Cheese, pretty it'd, cheese. Yeah, it'd be cheesy enough. Well, anyway, any more we want to talk about this particular episode? No, not really. Honestly, <laughs> what about a rating? Let's give it a rating real um, quick. Oh God, what what did we rate the last two? <laughs> We really need to start looking into this. I don't know. I think they were in the eights. <laughs> yeah, I would give this like a. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a six point eight, just no because. Way. It's not that I hated the episode. I mean, anything above like a six and a half, I'm okay with, but. It's just that filler episode for me. We got a little bit of cool stuff with Crosshair, and just a brief moment with Omega that's kind of heartwarming. But other than that, it's a. It's a filler episode. It's just okay. To be honest with you, man, I and know all the disrespect in the world, but oh, sure. I, <laughs> I think you're maybe looking at this through the lens of the Mandalorian. Like we got oh, a lot no, of no, we got no. a lot of episodes. Like I, I don't think that every Clone Wars episode was a banger in that season, and I think that this was an appropriate episode for the well, length we had, of the season. We had filler in Mandalorian too, for that matter. It's not. It's not so much that, but there was less of it. I mean, there was there was so there was such a small scope of episodes that, right? You know, even I guess for, I guess for me, I don't expect to have any nines out of this series just from what I've seen so far. So I'm trying to keep these ratings a little lower for when the good episodes come out, so we don't have this inconsistency. It's like, oh, an episode I didn't like had like an eight and. An episode he loved had an eight. What's going on here? Yeah, sure. Like, no, that makes sense. I, I get you. I get you. I'm probably going to be a little bit more complimentary. I think it was a you know a reasonable seven point five. Um, okay. You know, not not bad, not great. Uh, you know, it's tropey episode. Ship breaks down. You, you got to have the kid prove themselves, and you introduce mm-hmm. a new character, and then you have some brutality. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I think. Um, no, I think it's you know an interesting continuation. Let me put it to you that way. So, not crazy, but it'll be fine. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Let us, uh, because we are tipping some time here. Obviously, we've been doing a lot longer episodes. We talked so long in the beginning, but um, let's go ahead and rock into our into our comics here. And again, we're going to look at uh, issue three of High Republic and issue eleven of Darth Vader. Let's just start on High Republic. I think first. All righty. I think we can run through this pretty quick. Vader might require a little bit more uh, talking. So when we left off, we we had Avar Chris join our Jedi as uh, our little twin Jedi. uh, Sort of goes nuts. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Tarek and Sarit. 
the twins, uh, obviously Skier and Kiva, or Keeve. Are we just calling her Keeve? Just Keeve, right? I believe so, Keeve. Like yeah. like when we say Skier, we call her Keeve. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? That's e. what he does. Okay. So this is kind of a, I will say this, High Republic's getting a little dark here. Mm-hmm. And this is a this is we, we, there's just a lot of darkness right now, and I think we're gonna have to bring some light into our next episode, hopefully. <laughs> um, but we have we have Avar uh, coming in here trying to regain some control. We have Skier continuing to go nuts, and we have um, I'm, I'm instantaneously forgetting names. Sarit here, who is. Uh, literally foaming at the mouth. Mm -hmm. And then we have some of the village kids here trying to give them food, trying to be welcoming. You know, hey, one of our kids is lost. Uh, And then we have this this speaker, um, Cal Solman, who is... He's uh, a jerk. Oh, yeah, he's a complete (laughs) jerk. He's, He's basically like every... Every distrustful village, you know, every distrustful townsperson in about any 90s movie when we don't like your kind around here, but later on they wind up having a heart of gold and giving you a shotgun so you can go kill the bad guy or something like that, you know, some crap like that. We don't know if that's how it's going to wind up with this guy, but (laughs) he's a jerk. I mean, he's a jerk to all of them. It's like, we don't want you here. We don't need you here. You shouldn't be here type of... uh, type of person and he first interacts with Keeve and then goes on to interact a little bit with Avar but as Keeve sort of uh, is going through this planet she feels she feels a darkness and uh, we run into a little boy by the name of what was his name oh I'm on that page hold on Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I hate names. Why Where do people have he? to have Where names? Is he? Names are annoying. Bartol. Old Bartol. Yeah. Bartol. Bertle. So his friend, Julius, uh, he's concerned about his friend here, but very childlike kid. They're going through the fields of barley, and uh, they encounter a sinkhole, which Bartol just jumps down in like, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with this kid. Yeah, extremely wrong with him. <laughs> like, he, he might be suicidal. He might be, like, some sort of hallucin- hallucination or something. There's something wrong with yeah. this kid. <laughs> or he's a he's force-sensitive adventurer. Well, he, he jumps down this, <laughs> this hole, and, like, Keeve basically has to stop him from falling to his death. He's like, oh, that's right. amazing. I knew you could do it. You're so cool. And then, like, she lets him hold his lightsaber at one point. It's like, please stop <laughs> yeah. trusting this child. Like, right, clearly right. there's something wrong He's with this child. He's going to cut his hand off. <laughs> Goodness. Very, very oddball stuff going on with that. Um, there's a little bit with, um, with Avar and, uh, was it Maru? They, they brought that hut to be decomposed from the prior yeah. episode, Dead Hut. Um, and apparently the council doesn't like that for some reason. Like, what, what, the, what the hell does the council have to worry about the marshal of freaking Starlight Beacon? Like, right. I think you need to leave the marshal alone. Yeah. Because when the eyes of a ranger are upon you, oh 
That's a ranger, not a marshal. I mean, whatever, he's Texas ranger. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> to make a bit of a long story short here, Keeve does find our other twin and the unfortunate boy, Julius, who is um, <clears throat> with the force. Yeah. <sighs> Dark, dude. Why are you killing kids? It's like this this little kid's little friend, and like he's dead. Yeah, I, I I didn't like it honestly. Like I didn't like any of it. I mean, I get it. At some point, you gotta start having some major deaths in this series, but like, let's not do that with kids. We're already getting that with Bad Batch. Let's be a little more light here. Come on, guys. Well, apparently giving him a lightsaber is like what fixes him. He kind of looks like <laughs> that that last little animation. He looks like the um uh it, God, I can't remember. Um he kind of almost looks like uh Calvin and Hobbes, the the kid from Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> but I'm also thinking yeah. about maybe it was like the Fallout like mascot. Was it Fallout that had a little blonde mascot guy? Yeah. That's kind I don't of, know. Like other than the hair color, I'm just picturing Dennis the Menace with him holding yeah. that lightsaber. Yeah, it's like don't don't I, lose an arm. Okay. I did think it was funny why she basically does this. Like I'm I'm giving you a hug because you lost your friend, so I'm having to hold my lightsaber with the force, and I'm getting tired, <laughs> so hold my lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> well, then these vines are you know that are holding uh, the twin and and unfortunately the dead kid uh, attempt to. Get a new kid, and uh, we we realized that this is uh, Drengear, which yeah. we had encountered in what did I say was the book Into the Dark. Into the Dark. We I, we were debating that before the episode because I was like, did we was this in was this? Uh, I thought it was the first book, Light of the Jedi. I was like, no, that can't be. It was it was Into the Dark, but interesting stuff. And, and, and we do have these moments where Keeves like having some issues, like the dark side presence is really strong in this cave and she's having migraines from it and so the question is like okay so are the drangir just this almost like a sith beast species where they're just pure entities of darkness is it like the opposite of the yuzen vong like what what is what are they well yeah and and i i think the one thing that that i i kind of think about when we start talking about darkness is that the Sith aren't the only form of darkness, right? I mean, there would True. have to be more ancient forms of potential darkness than just the Sith. Right. So for, from, from my standpoint, I think that they're definitely dark, but I also think that they're, they're apart from the Sith, uh, you know, just a completely different, different thing. But and, at any rate, and another question it brings up like the, the Drengear that we dealt with in Into the Dark were more like this warrior race of humanoids. And in the comic, we're seeing these giant beasts. It's like, is this the hive mind? And every Drengear we ran into is just something this particular beast is controlling? Or, I mean, is the Drengear more of a concept than an actual race? And they have giant monsters and humanoids and this and that, you know. What's going on here? It just it left more questions. Yeah, it, these Drengear seem to be centrally focused around feeding, whereas the other right. Drengear, yeah, as you said, they kind of have conquering. 
Yeah, they yeah they have a, a wider plan. So maybe these Drengear have been here. Maybe they were recently awakened. Uh, I don't know. But they certainly have control over the twins. And because mm-hmm. the twins are basically kind of like one connected person, uh, we we see our one twin with, uh, with a skewer spitting some you know, black stuff on them, which is, you know, effectively the spore that right. turned our Jedi in, into the dark. Um, so now they have control of Skier as well. Um, and we have kind of Keeve, who's essentially, uh, she's in trouble. I mean, let, let us, let's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keeve and the kid are. She's in, kind of holding her own for a little bit, but not long. Not yeah. long at all. But then we have old <laughs> Avar just dropping in from the ceiling, from the yes. top rope, top rope elbow drop. <laughs> and can we just talk about that? Like that's that's just an epic panel, right? It's there. it's a fantastic panel. I love it. It's my favorite panel in the entire series so far. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Dren Gear. I'm gonna go up to the top rope and I'm gonna get the elbow drop going. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was great. And the artwork is is really really nice in here. Um, it's almost kind of funny, like you have that big panel, and it's just hyper focused, you know, super detailed Avar, and then you have the next panel where she's just completely calm and normal. It's like this is kind of jarring. <laughs> A- Avar is, uh, and I, I kind of said this when we got the initial, um, when we got the initial artwork concepts for our people here, and I thought that they seemed pretty generic. Avar yeah. is not necessarily she doesn't necessarily have like super crazy strong features. Yeah. You know, she's um you know, she's fine. I'm not I'm not like dogging her or anything, but it's like there's I I'd, even in this more focused panel, there's not much in the way of like crazy details. She looks pretty much like every right. other um she's aside from her human, little, you know, know, circlet that she wears. Right. Uh kind of little elf elf thing going on there but i mean i wonder if she's got the same circle going on as omega oh god just stop we found this old piece of dna that we crossed with she's avar oh my god she's omega is avar all right well let's (laughs) let's keep going uh the dren gear that she cut in half is not truly cut in half and we of course know that just two yeah we we know how they how they were. Was it two before, or did we just multiply them? Yeah, the awesome. I don't know. We the mitochondria in the cell and the in the color form. M count. Just M count. Uh, you know, M count. The cells divide into two, and then they uh, they clone each and other. And instantaneous <laughs> cloning. And <laughs> uh, yes. Well. We find out that uh, that Skier has also been taken over, and he has a new Groot hand. Yeah, and he's kind of terrifying in this. I'm not gonna lie; it's a pretty cool panel. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, there's there's several pretty epic panels, but, but yes, yeah, Skier has a new arm, and he is under the control of the Dren Gear. And this is something we've seen. Are you excited to see the Dren Gear again? Don't answer that in a all way, at once. <laughs> honestly, in a way, I am because the potential just between Into the Dark and this comic, there's a lot of potential. I mean, they're building them up to be way bigger bad guys than the Nihil. Like, I don't care about the Nihil anymore. I'm more interested in these creatures, to be honest. 
Well, they present uh, a much larger threat oh, when you God, think yeah. about it. I mean, that. the Nihil, if, if you actually focus your efforts, you could wipe out the Nihil fairly easily. I mean, they're not that big of a deal. These creatures... No, you can't. We would just make new paths. Okay. If you haven't read the or listened to the audio book and listen to old Martian Rowe, oh, that's angst for you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, Martian <laughs> Rowe. It's like if you combine Anakin and Ben and like an emo band member from the 90s, that's Martian Rowe. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the lead singer from My Chemical Romance, and and like, or, oh or maybe the lead singer from from him, maybe might be oh more God. appropriate. Yeah, and yeah. And, and then w- <laughs> random anime character, just pick one. It doesn't matter which one. They're all the same. <sighs> That's hilarious. No, random anime villain that becomes an ally down the line just because he doesn't want to lose. Yeah, sure. That's, that's what Martian's going to be. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm interested in in what the Dren gear could um, bring about because they are such a strong enemy potentially. Yeah. Although it, also, I don't think they just, have ships, which is a little. But know, if they can control you from far away, do they need ships? Uh, I mean, I I think so. I think there's there's got to be some sort of range to that. But I, I'll I'll say plus this. plus if they control people, they'll just steal the enemy ship. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I don't know. I don't know how big they're gonna build these these folks out to be. I feel like there might be some alliance between the Drengear and the Nihil at some point. You know, with I just a, don't feel like the Drengear would need the Nihil unless it's for the paths. Well, it, be like the only reason. True, but like, how many Drengear are there, really? Yeah, you know, very true. They come out of. I a feel planet, like they would you, benefit you nu- more from controlling. The Nihil than partnering yeah. with them. Yeah, well, true, 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 true. I my only thing is is like okay, so they come through. They're on a planet. You nuke the planet. I don't know, yeah. or just keep them on the planet. Don't even nuke right. the planet. They're just like, yeah, sure, you can have F one two two three. You know, I don't care about that planet. Screw it. Right. We put it off limits. Put a shield and around like, it so they can't get out. I don't know. Right. And like, is this? These weird creatures we're dealing with in this comic, are they the start of the Drangir? Are they the hive mind? Do they control yeah. it? Are they the queen? Or is it just a mini boss? What is it? You know, <laughs> where's the base for these creatures? You know, yeah, 100%. I don't know, man, but we'll, uh, I do, we'll definitely. I do want to say one thing. Keeve is slowly becoming one of my favorite characters from High Republic. Oh, I think she's sick. I mean, I, I like right. I, I like her, and then I like the um, the other younger Jedi. She's, yeah, from she was the like kids' novel. Yeah, she was like it's what? Four, also a knight. What? Fifteen, sixteen, fourteen. She's okay. fourteen. Yeah, like the yeah. youngest knight in hundreds of years. Yeah, the, the green girl. Yeah, uh, Mary Allen. Can't think of the species. Was she yeah, Mary Allen? Mary Allen. I think so. Uh, that sounds right. I, they, I do feel like we do use a lot of Mary Allens, but she might not be. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I can't remember her name. Yeah. Sorry, but she, pa- she's Padawans pretty cool. are pretty sweet in this series. Yeah, and, I mean, I think we are building some good characters. I, I just don't know yeah. about the overall story. You know, it seems really slow. I mean, the first book right. was just about a crash in space. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're talking about a complete era of Star Wars that you're building up, it's hard to start with that yeah. and actually get people excited. Yeah. 
but but Keeve, yeah, I, I think she could be really cool. She does use a yeah. double double bladed green lightsaber, so yeah. that's automatic points. But yep. you know, even um, even if we we move beyond Skier, I think she's I think she's one that could be you know pretty pretty cool down the line. Hopefully, yeah. we get. I mean, I, I assume I'm I, well. I'm hoping we get. I think we do get more of her in a book. Doesn't isn't she in a book? I think they had a listing mm. of some of the book covers in this comic, and I maybe coming up. I know she hasn't been in any of the books that we've read so far. If she is, it's like in passing in like the opening of Starlight Beacon or something. That doesn't look. Oh, okay. So it was just a comic cover that I saw. So no, I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd like to see her expanded on a little bit. Comics are great and all, but like books are really where the stories happen. Yeah, I mean, look at Avar in the comics opposed to the book. She's way cooler Dude, in the book. Avar was She's sick. She's amazing. She was so <laughs> sick in the book. And uh <laughs> I mean, she she was awesome enough to not even I mean, yes, we both had issues with the grandmaster being killed. Yes. Yeah, we did. Well, yeah. And she had a lot of potential, but it's almost like this is the character set up to be the replacement. So it's okay. Yeah, but they they also seem to make it really organic though. So it's it's not there's mm-hmm. no tryhardiness to the character. It's just a really good character. Right. She um, she's just a character that you don't see how she's done, it, but she's worked hard her entire life. She's become amazing. She's not a Mary Sue. She's just she's awesome. She's got a backstory you'll learn a little bit about, but she's just I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I was trying to real quick look up the names of her uh, compatriots. So Elzar Man and yep. Uh, who is the other one that we're going to be getting <sighs> in the next book? Stellan Geos. Mm-hmm. So all th- uh, the three of these friends, I think, are going to be very interesting. Um, I think they're going to be the core in a way as well. Well, you ha- we don't know much about Stellan. We we know that he is very powerful as he was able to add his energy to the spirit bomb over a vast amount of space. So yeah. he obviously has like, he, I mean, I don't want to talk power scaling, but he's obviously up there. But right. like Elzar, Elzar's kind course. of, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, of course, Avar is able to boost that ability. I'm sure, you yeah. know, Jedi from other eras wouldn't be able to do that necessarily without Avar's abilities. But yeah, well, he I, was ridiculous in the books, right? And I mean, even just just Chris's ability to coordinate hundreds of Jedi in a yeah. battle with She's her just mind. a more BA version of Anakin. I mean, well, far, <laughs> far surpassing. Yeah. Anakin oh, yeah. from the new Jedi order, far surpassing that ability. But, um, but then like Elzar is this sort of like experimenting guy, you know, he tries to yeah. figure things out. He's, He's a scientist essentially. Yes. Yeah. He, I mean, listen, he created a freaking storm. Yeah. Out with the, the force molecules of moisture in the air. What the heck? <laughs> he, he's he's the kind of guy, though, that in, like, a really crazy sci-fi novel would have found out how to, like, like literally touch the living force or something. <laughs> you know, he would have, uh, what are you doing, Elzar? I'm about to enter a new dimension where I will touch the force. You're, you're... I found 
I found the cellular structure of the creatures who hang out in the midichlorians. <laughs> I am now God. <laughs> I've learned how to manipulate these midichlorians to do whatever I want. Oh, hey, look, you a could puppy. Ch- <laughs> hey, you could create like a chosen one that will bring... No. no. That's stupid. Only puppies. Bigger scale. Puppies for everyone <laughs> in the galaxy. Oh my there God, will be Mom, no darkness with all the puppies. <laughs> darkness cannot grow where there are puppies. No, but he'd be like the guy to build a stargate that like allows you to go to force land or something. It's like, what's that stone circle? Well, if you press in these seven different panels, you will get an address to the force. What? Uh, it's another fandom. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I I just I have a lot of love for these guys, and and I'm I'm yeah. really I'm really interested in seeing what they do with Stellan Geos. But if our Chris I, is uh, is pretty OP, and you know, again, I just want a tighter story for the higher yeah. public. That's all it's, I want. It's weird. It's weird because you have this jumbled mess of a story, but you have these super hyper focused characters. It's really hard to see where they're going with it, but what I do appreciate in the High Republic that no one really wants to talk about. I know everyone's crapping on the High Republic. It's garbage. Everyone hates people it. People just aren't That's talking fine. about it. The people that are just absolutely hate its existence. But yeah. what I like about High Republic, as far as with the Jedi, not necessarily everything else, it brings the aspects of the Force into a level of sci-fi nerddom that Star Wars never really hit before because you actually get into the intellectual part of it and actually breaking down how they're doing things. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing for, like, Star Trek fans who hate Star Wars is it's just too simple. You know, there's... They don't explain anything. I can't really get much out of it, and I feel like they're trying to do that with High Republic a little bit. Yeah. What factor warp speed do you go on your ships? Uh, you know, are we faster? Do you even know what antimatter is? We're, we're just going through hyperspace. And like, everything you know, but, works. but like how though do you I don't know the have computer a warp engine? The the computer just analyzes <laughs> and finds a spot for me to go and everything works. Don't break the fandom. So, like, uh, do you not have, like, you know, photon torpedoes yet or, like, phasers? Because we've got those. It feels like we could destroy all of your ships relatively easy. Like, the, you know, enter- it- the Enterprise just shows up and takes out the entire Exegol fleet. <laughs> right. Do those ships even have shields? I feel like they wouldn't be able to. They have a Death Star cannon on them. Where else is that energy going to go? You're putting everything into that. You'd have like 5% into shields, 5% into thrusters, and 90% into Death Star cannon at all times. But like, I feel like a Star Trek fan who hates Star Wars, who read Light of the Jedi, would be like, I'm surprised this didn't happen more. Like. Your concept of hyperspace is really stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, but, yeah, for sure. I mean, anyway, there's yeah, but High Republic, I still have some high high hopes for. Um, but let's yeah. go ahead and roll into, into Vader here, which we are starting to have low hopes for. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so this is this is issue eleven, um, and I we, got the sick 
thanks to you, I'm not even bragging it. You just everyone else. I got the sick cover where we got Vader. Yeah, so in that one, late, that punchline, man. Yeah, lately there have been a ton of really good alternate covers. Um, for the 40th for Empire, of course. Right. Well, just in general, though, because like for the um, the newer line, the the um, War of the Bounty Hunters deal. Oh, so they're pretty epic. Well, the covers are great, but they also have like regular color, and then they have like bronzed covers as well. Mm-hmm. And so there, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. But yeah, they they definitely have a lot of really cool covers going on lately, which is uh, which is pretty epic. Although I yeah. have to say, the cover, the actual A cover for this particular uh, comic, doesn't make a lot of sense because for me, yeah. I have well, Vader it disappoints you. Well, I have Vader standing uh, sort of the, to the side, and there are a bunch of guys with red lightsabers like facing him. Um, and of course, that doesn't actually come to fruition here in this particular comic. But let's go through it. Uh, so Vader survives every single one of the Emperor's tests. The assassin Ochi and his droid Crush. His droid's name was Crush? Do you remember that? No. I don't remember no, that don't. at all. Anyway, the Ambarian's fleet of Star Destroyers, even the mighty tentacled horror from the Red Space. The mighty tentacled horror from Red Space is no match for Lord or Dark for the Dark Lord. I can't read. Now Vader bends the monster from the Red Space to his will through the dark side of the force and begins his assault on Palpatine's secret world of Exegol. Should have stayed a secret. Uh, so our assassin's still here, by the way. Um, How does he not die? I don't know. How does he not die from either Palpatine or Vader in this freaking comic? Well, he he's unfortunately became kind of like the annoying exposition droid in yeah. this in this particular comic, and I and the I, exposition droid always dies around Vader. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want him to, uh, to, to leave. I don't, I, I want him gone, to be honest. Um, but anyway, Palpatine, uh, he's facing off against Palpatine. Palpatine's like, uh, you know, I've totally prepared for this. Here, meet my lobster men. Oh, the squid takes care of the lobster men. You know, uh, he, Cthulhu. It's Cthulhu. Well, whatever. He's a squid, lobster, kraken. Who cares? Like, um, literally squeezes them in half with his tentacles. It's amazing. Yeah. I do think this one line is funny. So Vader Vader does say, I'm no longer your apprentice. And, and Palpatine's reply is, <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can you see Palpatine making that no, sound? No, I could not. <laughs> it would be pretty terrible. Yeah, it's... It's whatever. Um, and anyway, Palpatine basically destroys the squid monster. He, he makes it hug himself to death or something like that. And then he takes Vader on a walk through his spooky uh, Snoke laboratory. <laughs> yeah. And we see this hand, which presumably... And a lot of people have speculated the, about this as Luke's hand, and we'll get to that. I don't want to. Let's get through the comic, and then we'll we'll pick it apart. Um, and again, like you know, Vader is attacked by more of Palpatine's guards, and you have exposition assassin 
Whoa, I thought there were only two Sith. Those are not Sith. But they could be. But one could be if you fall. Yeah, kind of. No, they wouldn't be. (laughs) Yeah, it's whatever. So he takes out those guys. And then uh, we have some growing, you know, other people with knives. Is that the noise they made in the movie? Well, that's what they made here. Yeah. And then um and then they they say wah uh as they're stabbed by their own knives that Vader uh stabs him with. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck 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 yes. fuck fuck thaw. Thought not not a not a naughty word because the first time you said that definitely sounded like a naughty word. T H O K. It's but, a sound effect. But is that the is that the sound of someone being impaled by their own dagger? Is that what that sounds like, dude? I've never. I don't know, man. I'm sure that there were some Wilhelm screams going on in there and and all that good stuff. Yeah. It whatever. So he kills all them. Again, exposition assassin is still still going on here. My lord, can you hear me? Vader, Vader lives. What? What? I don't get. I don't dialogue. Um, we see the fleet on its chessboard-looking thing. Mm-hmm. They all have cannons, and then there's a giant kyber crystal that blinds the assassin. And then there's like some little non-Jawa guys with like sword guns. I I have I have so much I I have like no energy for this for this book. I have no I energy either. for this comic, dude. Listen, they're like little Jawa guys with sword guns that like poke the Kaiba crystal in order to piss it off, I guess. So and then it'll Palpatine's stay. just there in the middle of it for some reason. Yeah, and sure. Then, and then And then we get a vision. And then we get a vision that makes I don't want to say it makes no sense, but it makes no sense in the context of this comic. Yeah. Like put the put this vision in a context of Vader having a crisis of faith like I've made the wrong decision. What am I doing with my life? And then you have this little reverse of roles where Luke's trying to save him. But it's him trying to get him to join him, and this is why he betrays the Emperor in the end, and that it ties into the movies. No, they just put it in this as a kyber crystal vision. Unlimited power beyond anything you've ever experienced. It's stupid. Yeah. And then, yeah, he has this little vi- uh, vision where he's effectively in re- reverse position with Luke. Uh, from um, from five and search your feelings. You can destroy the emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Um, which is kind of. I mean, it, it is kind of Luke's message, though, that you you can destroy the emperor. Sure, and he has foreseen it. Uh, and then we have Palps. Um, you know, have you chosen? Basically, have you made your decision? And then we see him walking off with Vader or, or with uh, Palpatine behind Palpatine. Yes, my master. And we have blind, blind assassin. Yeah. Um, so let's let's run through a couple of themes here. Let's talk about the hand. Um, there was a lot of speculation very early on that Snoke could have been a uh, Skywalker clone. And, and I hate that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it, peer, it, it appears to be at least somewhat true if that hand is indeed um, Luke's. Luke's. I mean, he, hey, you know, maybe old Papa Palps sourced out Anakin's hand that he first got chopped off. Who knows? Honestly, uh, I was kind of thinking about that earlier. So what if the point of this little vision where now Darth Vader is the one with his hand cut off and he's talking to Luke... What if that's like foreshadowing and the hand isn't Luke's, but it's Anakin's from when it was cut off on Mustafar and Palpatine recovers that and he's trying to clone Anakin so he would be at his top fighting shape again instead of this husk of a man. Yeah, I, I mean, think that would be cooler than it being Luke because how does Luke make Snoke? It makes more sense, I, I think, to me, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't know about the hand thing. Um, there's so much about this comic that I feel like it cheapens, you know, the series, which... It makes Vader look like a wimp. Well, it, it, makes, his, it makes Anakin's entire arc feel really shallow. Um, I yeah. don't particularly like the fact that... Vader knows about Exegol. Um, and it makes Palpatine look OP to the point that the only way that Vader would have killed Palpatine is by Palpatine allowing himself to be killed because he knew that he could come back again. Um, and maybe create which, like a false sense of hope Which brings up issues because... Luke. Which brings issues into the entire canon because... It essentially makes the prophecy null and void. Yeah, yeah. I, I and just it, it 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 cheapens the entire original trilogy for me because, like, all of their efforts was for nothing. Yeah, because he just comes back, and it was all planned from the beginning. The entire prequels kind of cheapen that in a way, but this is making it worse. Well, I don't know. For, for me, I think you, you get to see a lot about Anakin in the prequels, and obviously that whole thing was geared around his downfall. I'm sorry. Did I say prequels? I meant to you say meant sequels. The sequels. Okay, that yeah, yes. makes sense. The, the sequels kind of cheapen the prophecy and the entire journey of the first six movies because like everything Anakin did was for nothing. Sure, yeah. And it, this just makes it... Th this takes that and expounds on it by making him seem extremely weak in the process. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it makes Vader seem just irrelevant. And I, and and I don't, was, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that and, Anakin is being made irrelevant. I, I want Anakin to be the guy who took down Vader, uh, to, who took down Palpatine. And I'll be honest with you, like, I was excited when... When you know, I heard uh, who's who's the actor who plays Palpatine. I'm I'm so weak with names oh, right now. My. Google. Help yeah, me. it's it's uh, uh, Ian McDermott. I had Ian on the tip of my tongue, but it's it's Ian McDermott. When I saw him walk out on the stage for celebration, and it it was like, oh, this is sick. This is so great that you know. Okay, yeah. But you know, the more I when I settled down, I was like, no, it's it's actually not. 
It's actually yeah. not okay that he's back again because it does it destroys six movies. <laughs> uh, it just it just fully cheapens Vader, and it, it and here's the thing. The idea of Palpatine clone is not unique. It's been in the books. His essence yeah. has been there. And I haven't necessarily liked that either. I, yeah. you know, I, I, I advocated for Kylo Ren to just be the bad guy. If you're going to make him yeah. kill Snoke and be the bad guy, just let him be the bad guy. And then he's, sorry, he's, 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 he's just engulfed by his own anger and he dies and at the end of it. It's, it's it. There has to be a point where we let Palpatine go. I mean, I'm sorry, Palpatine's an amazing villain. But if you keep bringing him back, it kind of ruins it in a way. I mean, there are other villains in the Star Wars universe, yes, they're not all canon anymore, that you could bring in that would be just as terrifying or more terrifying. I mean, you could have made a trilogy out of Abeloth. Well, that's yeah, that's a little too. I mean, deep that's for most that's people, diving but. into a realm of Star Wars that most people don't get into, but it just feels lazy in a way, and it just feels like they don't care about the first six movies anymore. Like they just are irrelevant. I don't. I mean, know, you have yeah. your main you have your mainline Star Wars, which is trying to make up for that, but like this is kind of ruining that in a way. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it sort of all depends. I mean, I I don't, I don't hate Palpatine coming back. I don't think it was necessary to bring him back again. I think that there's merit just from uh, an EU standpoint. But I I think when you're doing things like this and having this constant beat down of Vader, it 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 sort of eliminates, it it, it eliminates the sacrifice that he made and his journey for right. that pervert real balance. So I don't know. I, I wish they would have gone a different way and I think that it would have been easy enough to do, but you know, again, I, I don't write these movies, so I guess at right. the end of, end of the day, it's, it is, it's out of my hands. So I'm not, yeah, I don't want to take our checks and enough. shut up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just, I don't want to keep complaining about it because like, I think we can find fault in about anything that happens here in there but this comic yeah. however just strictly based on i didn't like this comic i i was i was yeah. very disappointed in the direction they're going here and it's starting to feel like you know it's just starting to feel like we're we're just trying to tie in too much and and you didn't have an original story legitimately this is the third vader line comic in the past what four years mm-hmm there's no reason that we can we have to continue to and the the beginning of this was awesome the padme was. stuff was great the figuring out yeah. luke was interesting it's just when we get when we have to throw in this exegol crap i do not care about exegol at this point in time i don't either so it was dealt with in the movie we're done yeah. with exegol we should be done yeah, so I don't know, man. It, it wasn't my favorite. I'm not overly looking forward to the rest of this line, but maybe it'll be more interesting. I don't know. And I don't even know how many more of these we have in this in this particular uh, line. Let me look that up. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I didn't think it was like a ton either. I wonder how much far... Okay, we have 17 issues. That's it. Wow. Yeah, we're about done. Well, it looks Only like this next this next part 
<laughs> they're really um, it, it's segmented out as the War of the Bounty Hunters. So I feel like this story is going to very much cut off and re- almost restart. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get like a full stop restart out of this series, which is um, odd. Yeah. So what would you rate it? We didn't even rate the other one. How do we rate <laughs> comics? Do we do it out That's of five? True. We do it book five, ratings, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, four. Yeah, I would agree. It's just... No, wait. Bleh. We do it out of five. That would have been out of ten. Two. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That's harsh. I don't like it. It's out of I was, five. I was thinking... Of, yeah. I, I would say like three. Yeah, I just, I, just if, I just didn't like it. Yeah. I want to I want to be fair, but I'm I'm I wasn't I wasn't interested in in the Exegol and I thought I don't know, I just thought it was kind of lame. Yeah. Maybe it'll change directions, but it's going to be hard to fix what's already been messed up. So, yeah. We'll have to see where they go from here. Yep. Time for a new arc, I know that much. <laughs> well, and that looks like we're what we're going to get. I mean, we have some backtracking to do obviously, folks, but we will be working in comics as we go along. Now, next week we're still bad batch, but we're also going to go over uh the new Thrawn book. We're about I guess 2 weeks behind on that technically, just in scope yeah. of time, but no biggie. I don't really care about getting it out. Yeah. Crazy fast, but I assume that'll probably be a longer conversation. Uh I would imagine. So we'll I we'll try and keep the chit-chat to a minimum in the beginning. And who knows, maybe Bad Batch will provide a little bit more meat uh, for yeah. us to talk about as well. But as we hopefully, <laughs> I mean, I think it'll pick up. I think that there will definitely be big episodes that we have a lot to talk about. This is just set up. Um, but yeah, it's good to have good to have content. We've got so much content right now; it's not even funny, and it's not stopping. The comics are really pumping out right now. Uh, you know, there were some some breaks. Obviously, COVID pushed a lot of things back, but we're definitely hitting on all cylinders with comics. And, you know, there are still books that have to come out this year. And then, uh, obviously, Bad Batch for, what did we say, 16 episodes, I think it was? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah, we've got we've got so much left to do, and we'd really love to hear from you. So if you'd ever like to, you know, give us a, give us a holler, you know, holler at us, dog. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TC Plan Podcast. Facebook is obviously there as well. Or uh, if you just want to send us an email, share a theory, or uh, you know, just let us know how we're doing, you can uh, email us tcplanpodcast@gmail.com. And and you know, hey, listen, it'd be really sick if you just like you know rate us like fifteen stars on Apple yeah. Podcasts and yeah. like. Like, and if you could create some fake accounts to do that multiple times, we'd appreciate that. I don't know how they do it on Spotify, but I'll be honest. After this last uh, Apple Podcast update, I think I'm done using Apple Podcasts. It sucks. <laughs> Dude, For listen, for the OCD person, which I am not, but if you are OCD, that you would delete that app. They really? won't let you delete anything. Like you, you could, you'll delete the data, like the download, but it will keep the tile up. And they don't even like Ooh. differentiate it into specific shows. It's just like it's continual. It's, oh it's, no, I couldn't do that. It is so <laughs> stupid. It, it, I, I hate it. I don't know if anything's deleted. 
it, it and it's gotten a lot of crap. But they were like, "Oh, we're trying to simplify it because like nobody's using Apple iTunes; they're all using Spotify." Well, yeah, because Spotify is a cool thing right now, you idiots. Make it better. Make it more streamlined. You know, you right. used to be able to just swipe across the screen and the episode would delete and it would go away. Now you get you get you, you can't even swipe it across the screen. You swipe it and it gives you a little trash can, so you have to push that, and then you have to confirm that you're deleting it, and then it still stays there. It's just not oh, like the data is not on your phone. It is nuts, and I hate it. And Apple, if you're listening, I want all of our great fans to go on and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts <laughs> and leave us really nice comments. But Apple, you need to fix that crap because it is terrible. And I don't want to be getting all the bad ratings because your, your app sucks because we know <laughs> that none of our fans would ever leave us a negative rating anywhere. No. Except on YouTube. That's fine. I don't care about YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> don't make multiple accounts to give us ratings on that. <laughs> no, nobody cares about YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, any last thoughts before we go ahead and sign off? No, I think we've about gone through everything all right man well uh yeah that's it for us i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and as always may the force be with you